Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, have you ever walked into a situation that you knew was going to be difficult, where you had to give feedback to someone, or you needed to deliver a tough decision that you knew was not going to make people very happy? And then as opposed to stepping in and doing what was required and delivering the information, you backed off you avoided it. Today we want to understand why does this happen and what can we do to deal with it better? Let's walk. out and walking, moving as we are able. It is so great to be with you today. Feeling our feet on the ground, letting go of whatever thought we had, story that was occupying our mind, whatever plans we were making, and just being present in this moment. Nowhere to go, nothing to do, letting go of the past, letting go of the future, and just really arriving in this moment. This is the only moment we can live. So just feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our ankles. And our lower legs. Feeling our knees. Notice what happened to the happens to the knees when we walk. It is really quite outstanding. And now our upper legs. And now moving to our hands and wrists. Feel them swinging. I hope you're walking or moving in some way. Really important part of this whole process. And now softening the hands. Relaxing the heart. Tuning into and listening to the sounds that are present. And re-relax the body if you feel it tightening again. And just be present in this moment. 
see if you can see that changing flow of sensation from your feet on the ground to your belly rising and falling to the sound in your environment or in this podcast to your mind wandering and a thought coming in and maybe you're in a particularly tough place this morning or today whatever time you're listening so it's like that storm coming through the valley of the mountains and you are a mountain and you can observe this dynamic energy of a storm coming being very intense and then receding and moving on but just being present with whatever is in this moment and the more that we can welcome whatever is present no matter if it's unpleasant or not calm means that we are building the strength to be with those things that are difficult we can stay when things get hot this will become our superpower this is what we're building at the last eight percent project it is so wonderful to be with you today so now moving to our idea of the day and just before we do stand tall look around feel grateful feel the breath coming right down to your toes calming this body and breathing out releasing tension and just count your lucky stars for being able to think and move however you are able to move and have lungs that breathe a heart that pumps blood throughout the body and moving to our idea of the day so you pride yourself on being someone who is brave who can do difficult things who models for others in your life your family people at work maybe you teach so the young people in your life and you feel like you model and you want to model like this is your aspiration to model courage and doing the right thing in the tough moment this is what you want this is what i want quite frankly but something gets in the way there are times when you face that crucial moment where you must confront a very uncomfortable situation and it could be at work where you have to have a difficult conversation and as opposed to avoiding it sorry as opposed to facing it you back off and you avoid it and you feel awful about it there is a lot at stake when we avoid not just in the moment but the residue that it has on us we feel this mixture of tension somewhere in our body at the thought of not doing what we should have done we feel a mixture of shame and embarrassment and regret as we come to realize it's costing us that people are seeing us differently because we're avoiding we're not doing the difficult thing and we're seeing ourselves differently because of it and we're feeling 
tinge of regret of missing out in life because of this pattern of avoidance. What do we do when this is the case? And just know you are so not alone. This is normal. Again, we survey over 40,000 people a month. We interview dozens of people in the course of a week or a month. And this is just so common. This is why I am so, so excited about the work we are doing, so on fire to try to spread it as much as we can because people are suffering because they struggle in these moments. We've not been taught how to handle these moments, these more difficult moments, our emotions in these moments. So what do we do? What can we do when this is the case? Well, there's a lot, of course, to answer this question, and I'm not going to be do, being, be able to do it all here. And in fact, that's what the podcast is all about. And in fact, as you've heard, we have our new digital course coming. We're calling it the Last 8% Academy. It'll be launching very soon. And in that digital course, we take people through a system that helps them build a game plan to understand, you know, build self-awareness, to understand why they avoid, but also to give tools and a real support system and accountability to be more courageous in these last 8% situations. And the key place to start is to understand why do we avoid, to really dig into the self-awareness piece, to understand how we uniquely react in these situations. Because if we don't know why we struggle, how we struggle in these situations, we will just continue to react in the same way to the same situation over and over. And we will continue to feel stuck. And I don't want that to happen to you. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Feel the breath come down right into your toes, calming this body. And breathing out and releasing tension. You know, in any moment we have this breath that's there as a refuge for us. We have this body that is a refuge for us. So we want to understand why we avoid. But just so you know, not all of us are avoiders. And sometimes it's a bit situational. But a smaller group of us, from our research we know, are make-a-messers. It's a very scientific term, by the way, make-a-messers. What does that mean? Well, that is, you know, when we face a last 8% situation, again, it could be a conversation that we need to have, we attempt to have it, but we get triggered, we get frustrated, we get impatient, we overreact, we come on too strong, and we end up upsetting people, rubbing them the wrong way. We make a mess. In another episode, I'll go deeper into this if this is your predictable default behavior. Right? And we have two. We have a predictable, unique, predictable default behavior. We either avoid, we're going to talk about that today, or we make a mess. So why do we avoid? Again, there's a lot that I can't cover here, but, but I'm going to give you some of the big ones here. 
And it starts by how we see ourselves. What is the story we tell about ourselves? Does the story we tell about ourselves include being brave, being courageous, or not? Take a look at yours. Try to understand it. Do it now. Take a breath. Look around. Ask yourself, what is the story I tell about myself? This is the deep work of self-awareness that matters. And by the way, if your story is not so, doesn't serve you, let's say, there are ways to influence, right? One of the really powerful ways to influence our narrative is by using an identity statement. An identity statement is a description it's a kind of a, a phrase of words that describes us when we are at our best. When we are connected, powerful, on our game, at our best. And this statement acts to ground us when things get difficult. Oftentimes we can't really think in a difficult moment. This is why we use it with all the athletes that we work with because when they face a pressure situation, they really lose the ability to think in anything but very simple ways. And so we want something very simple that can occupy our minds in those moments. This helps remind us of our beauty and our power. I use mine every time. Well, not every time, because I sometimes forget, quite frankly, but most times when I head into a last 8% situation, I go to my identity statement and it makes all the difference in the world. So just so you know, even if you've not explicitly created an identity statement, which chances are you haven't, you still have one. You do. It's just that it's developed by default as opposed to by design. But it is still influencing you. Right? And again, this is why we need to do our work. In the last 8% Academy, this is one of the tools that we dig into in a, in a lot of depth. We help people create their own identity statement so that they can use the statement to influence their narrative so that they can be more at their best, their wiser self as they head into their last 8% situation so they don't avoid I found this quote, and it's an anonymous quote, but I liked it. He or she said, you can change your inner dialogue. You can rewrite the narrative in your mind. You don't have to submit to the way you've always told yourself the story. We have power over our story. Don't give up that power. So that's one of the ways, one of the contributions or contributors to why we avoid. What's another one? What were your models? The people who really influenced you could be coaches, teachers, parents, aunts, uncles. This has a huge impact on how we handle our most difficult situations. Think about it for yourself right now. Take a mindful breath. Look around. Ask yourself, what influence did my models have on how I deal with difficult last 8% situations. How do they handle the difficult?
And how much of that is influencing me right now? Okay, here's another one. What experiences have you had in your past where you did attempt to have difficult conversations that did work out or didn't work out? Some that were effective, some that were not so effective. And what's interesting is that many of us don't have that many situations and because many of us don't have the skills necessarily. When a conversation doesn't go well, that's what we hold on to. That residue stays with us. And then we become a bit gun shy and we avoid the next time and the next time and the next time. Again, take a breath, ask yourself, what influence does this have on how I currently deal with difficult last 8% situations? Okay, here's another one. What deeply held beliefs do you carry about engaging in what is perceived as conflict? For instance, do you believe there might mainly be negative, negative consequences if you engage in the last 8%? Maybe they won't like you if it doesn't work out. You know, if I say what I really want to say, maybe it will cost me the relationship. Take a look at your beliefs. Take a breath. Ask yourself, what influence does this have on how I deal with difficult last 8% situations? All right, here's another one. What skills and training do you have to manage your emotions? Because our emotions play such a central role in driving our behavior, in these last eight, last eight situations, a big part of, as you know, this podcast is about building mindfulness so we can stay when things get hot. And in the last 8% Academy, our digital course, same thing. The biggest part of that whole course is about building skills of emotional intelligence. Why? Because emotions are so central to what we do in a last 8% situation. It's what causes us to avoid. It's what causes us to make a mess. And so we need to bring some self-awareness. We need to build skills so in that moment, we can stay and not run. And this can become a difference maker in our career and in our relationships, quite frankly. Again, take a breath. Ask yourself, how capable do I feel in managing my emotions in difficult situations. All right, because we don't have all day, I'm gonna give you just one more. It's a big one. And that is the environment in which we are operating in, in our organization, in our family structure in a relationship. What is the norm when it comes to having these conversations? What status role do we hold in these environments? Because that has a, another big influence. And, you know, do we feel like we have power? Do we feel safe to air our grievances or engage in difficult conversations with someone? What's the norm? 
and we spend a lot of time at work. So this matters. By the way, if we're a leader of others, what kind of norm are we creating in our environment? Again, take a deep breath right down to the toes and ask yourself, what influence does this have on how I deal with last 8% conversations or decisions? There is obviously a lot here, a lot to dig into. And it's the start. And you can do it. But it won't be easy. It won't be easy. Brene Brown said, you can choose courage. Or you can choose comfort. But you cannot choose both. What a great quote. That's what this whole Last 8% project is all about. Whether it's our paid courses or this podcast or our community, we are committed to using. We believe our Last 8% situations are there to help us transform. They are opportunities for us to transform, to become our best self, our wisest self. And we need to see them not as something to avoid at all costs, but to change our frame, to see them as something that has the possibility to change our lives, to change our relationships, to grow our skills. And in fact, one of the big reasons to move forward as opposed to away from last 8% is because it's actually not about us. We transform so we can have a bigger impact on the world. Again, that's a really important part of this last 8% project. We're not just doing this for ourselves. We're doing this because we want to have a bigger impact on the world in a much, in a bunch of different ways at work, at home. So we can help others live their best lives, be more courageous, live with less regret. Ava DuVernay said, if your dream only includes you, it is too small. If your dream only includes you, it is too small. Wow. I got to put that on our last 8% project website coming soon, by the way. So let's finish with our three by three. And again, if you're getting something out of this, please share it with others. Go write a review on Apple Podcasts that sends a signal to the algorithm to move us up. And I know we're a top 100 podcast, I think, on in a couple different categories, but that is wonderful if you can do that. Share it. Take a picture on your phone. Share it around on, you know, wherever. But let's go to three by three. Three mindful breaths right down into our toes, calming this body. And now three gratitudes. What can you feel grateful for today? I am so grateful to my parents who were such fantastic models when it came to dealing with difficult things. 
in another podcast, I'm going to tell stories about my mom and my dad that just make me so proud, but I realize are part of what makes me, a big part of what makes me who I am today. And now three goals for the day. What three big rocks do you want to focus on today that'll really move things forward? It could be a project, could be a presentation, could be anything. What are three, what, what, what's the big focus for today? Really get clear on that. Wonderful. I have so enjoyed being with you today. I must say, I love being with you on these walks. I hope you are getting as much out of it as I am. I love creating these podcasts. I really do. And I love listening to them the next day. Um, I do that for quality control, not just because I'm a narcissist. I hope I'm not a narcissist. But um, I actually find it, as you might no, because I mentioned this before, I actually find it really helpful for myself as a way to ground myself and remind myself, because I'm on this journey with you. I'm not above. I'm right beside you. Let's finish with a Goethe quote, which is one of my favorites. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Have a wonderful day.